with you, 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 always with you. Welcome to With You, a podcast meant to share the stories of women across the rugby community, to highlight our connections and our growth, and to delight in a good belly laugh whenever we can. I'm Suze, my pronouns are she, her, and I'll be your host. Good morning, good evening, or good night. Thank you for being here. This week on With You, a women's rugby podcast, I get to chat with Nick, a gender-fluid, non-binary player um, who found rugby during art school in Chicago. Shout out to North Shore. He's also in Orlando currently, hooked up with the team there plays in the Netherlands and we get to talk about gender identity and playing overseas and being Lockward and you know all the good stuff I'll let you get the details here shortly anyway I'm gonna just throw one little thing y'all's way you know pride month is coming June's on its way our proudest month to be gay 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 and as far as I'm concerned only featuring LGBTQIA voices during that month isn't just isn't quite enough. So I'm thinking about doing an extra little project on the side and getting together just fun stories from Pride or fundraisers of the rugby teams or just not it doesn't even have to be rugby. It can just be our stories. So you know, if you want to participate in that, if you think it's a good idea or if you think it's a crap idea shoot me an email at suze at withyoupodcast.co or if you have another idea, let me know. Try to put this together. I want to celebrate, y'all. I want to celebrate. Anyway, that's it. I'll let y'all get after it. Love, love, love. Have fun. Hi. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Yay, we're live. (laughs) (laughs) for us live for us so hi hi nick thank you for coming on the show hi thank you for having me can you share your pronouns with everyone please um yeah i'm non-binary and like gender fluid so i Mm. go by all of the above Uh, i'm comfortable with he she and they and i usually just tell people to go with whatever feels natural to them uh, because i kind of like the variety it goes with the fluidity cool thank you for that um so here we are to talk about women's rugby. Can you tell me how you found rugby? Yeah, so my freshman year of college, um, I played high school growing up, like all through middle school and high school. And then I found out uh, when you're an adult, the only option is like beer leagues. And like, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> but I wanted a little more competition. Uh-huh. So and I was in Chicago. So I was trying ultimate frisbee. But um, those were all like booked because apparently that's like a big thing in Chicago. So then I tried rugby because uh, somebody from high school suggested it. So I went out and it was like the coolest experience of my like entire life. And I was like, all right, cool. I've like found the sport that I'm now going to learn <laughs> how to play as an adult. Cool. I love that. Um, so what did you play before before college? Um, I mean, I tried a little bit of everything. I played tennis, basketball, swimming, but the only thing that really stuck was softball. Like I played that for maybe like eight or 10 years. Yeah, that's a while. Yeah. And I, I imagine 
well like where I went to college there was only like a var there was only a varsity softball team and uh I don't think there was any club for that yeah no and I was in uh, art school too so they had no sports at all <laughs> got you that's and that's how you found a women's team huh yep pretty much yeah, I just was like Googling a little bit and um, somebody suggested from, I'm from Orlando actually. So somebody from my hometown mm-hmm. suggested that I check out North Shore. So I just reached out. Yeah. They were super open and I went out to practice. Yeah, I'm sure they immediately told you just show up, please come out. Yeah, they us. literally were like, all you need are cleats and a water bottle and a mouth guard would be good. But like, you can also just test it out and we won't tackle you on the first day <laughs> and then you can buy a mouth guard. So I, lo- I, love I, I was like, I can definitely get cleats and water bottle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's also hilarious because like of all those things, the mouth guard is the cheapest. <laughs> yeah. Facts. That's true. But I went to like a play it against sports. So uh-huh. it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And just got some like old, like soccer cleats just because yeah. I was like, I, like the only cleats I had were softball and they were metal. And I was like, there's no way. Like you're definitely not allowed mm-hmm. to use those for rugby. Mm-hmm. Also I played most of my, over a decade playing in soccer cleats because yeah. they were yeah they worked I mean there were some times in the pack when I used to, like big we called them big girl cleats like the metal uh, ones studs yeah, yeah. Or, or when the field was really wet it but makes mostly, a significant difference in the pack though it does are you a pack player yeah I play lock mostly nice that was one of my one of my first thoughts they let me play eight man first because okay. I didn't know how to lock because cool. like collegiate they just throw you in after yeah, two yeah. practices um, but then they taught me how to lock and I, yeah, I got stuck there, but I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. For Maybe me, they were like, you're pretty tall, but not mm-hmm. quite solid enough to be, uh, a prop. Like I just wasn't big enough, which is wild. Like I have never been told that in my life. So that's half the reason I liked rugby. Honestly, like it was the first time I ever felt small. Like I needed to like work for something like I'm five, mm-hmm. nine and like 185 pounds. Like usually yeah. I'm the big person on the field. Right. So yeah. It was kind of awesome. You, that's a perfect um, size for a lock, though, in my Yes, opinion. that's what I was told. <laughs> yeah. They were like, height. we're groom you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, grooming. Um, so do you, your first practice, you just showed up. What was your impression of the team, of rugby? Honestly, they were, like, super open. Um, uh-huh. They just, like, all introduced themselves and were like, yeah, like, come on, like, put on the cleats and we'll show you what to do. It was a sevens practice. Uh um so it was a lot of running and stuff but I mean I played softball growing up because I hated running and there's very like the (laughs) most you have to do is like 240 yards or something around there like if you get a home run and if you get a home run it's probably out of the park and you're just like jogging anyway so take your time yeah so I the fact that I was able to run around with them like at full speed for like an hour without like hating my life I was pretty sold and then at the very end of practice they were practicing a line out and they chose me to be the jumper because I like had no idea how to lift. And I uh-huh. swear they lifted me like I was like four pounds. And I was like, I'm in. You guys are a bunch of badasses. Like, I will be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It was super cool. Yeah. What did you, uh, did you like jumping or did it totally take you? No, I did not line? really like it at all. <laughs> but um, yeah. I was like, I could for sure be a lifter in the future. <laughs> and you yeah. impressed me. But also like, I, I don't know. I was not a fan of being that far, like high in the air. Yeah. One time back in college, I, I don't even know why this happened because I'm like, not that I'm five, seven, I'm like 200 pounds. I was like 
180 back then but for yeah. some reason in a sevens game they decided to lift me yeah and like before the game they were like let's just try this and they did lift me but it freaked me out and I was like yep. ah! like yeah. as I'm flying up in the air and they're like oh we're never gonna do that again yep that's exactly <laughs> like same every time I've gone to a new team they like try to lift me at first they're like ah you look like you could you know maybe have some hollow bones we'll lift you and then, like, they usually don't have too, too much of a problem lifting me. But, like, as soon as I get in the air, I'm like, now I really don't like this. Like, this is just uh -huh. not – I'll do it if you really, really need me to. But we have other people that are lighter. We should lift them first. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, can I just – can I lift and I will lift anybody. I will lift yep. someone that weighs 200 pounds. Yeah, before. me too. And I will not complain. Uh -uh. I just don't want to be the one lifted. Right. Yeah, it's, it's really jarring. But it's amazing how many people I've lifted that are so cool. Up yeah there. it's true like i've had a couple friends that like it's like their spot they really like it oh uh, like wow that's specific that's a specific personality trait or yeah, agreed yeah cool-headedness <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fun i i love like that impression you got of uh, the team they just being welcoming like that and and just bringing you along throwing yeah. you in the air 100 like, like i was just part of the team immediately it was super cool I like that. There's no, nobody puts up walls. Yeah. Practice. Yeah, exactly. Just... Plus I was like probably 10 years younger than most of them. Maybe not 10. That's like kind of an exaggeration, but I think I was like 20. Maybe. I yeah. was 20 and it was WPL. So like, I mean, they're like 27 to like 32 or something. Yeah. Right. So yep. it was kind of, it was definitely a big age gap and I like didn't feel it at all. So yeah. it yeah. was just pretty cool. Yeah, I think that runs through even as you get older and you're playing rugby. Like, I retired when I was 31, 30. I don't know. Some, somewhere like that. But a ton of my friends, close friends, are like five, four years younger than me. Yeah. And it just doesn't we're matter. On, it doesn't matter. We're all – we get it. Mm -hmm. Like, we're on the same page. We might be in different points in our life of, like, transitioning in work or yeah. in, like, anything. Honestly, relationship or, like, coming out. I know I came out late compared to a lot of my friends so some of my friends like knew they were queer in high school and like mm, I didn't know yeah there's no yeah yeah and but everybody's so like open and embracing and it doesn't matter yeah for sure. just, yeah I know that was a lot of your like that was your experience as well in it, coming into the rugby space right yeah I think it was a really big reason I stayed like I kind of accidentally like, I found a sport that was cool. Like, I would get to move and, like, actually enjoy running. But then, like, I also, <laughs> I also, like, had a social circle all of a sudden that, like, I felt like I totally clicked with, which I had never really experienced. Like, I went mm -hmm. to, a, like, Christian-based high school. And, like, most of my family is, like, more conservative and stuff. Like, I definitely have, like, kind of been used to being, like, the oddball out, I guess. And then yeah. I went to art school, which was like culture shock. And I was actually the conservative one, which is real trippy. But then, I, yeah. <laughs> but then I went to rugby and like, I don't know, it was just very chill. Like people, you were honestly kind of the odd man out if you were straight, but like, that's also fine. Right. Like they wouldn't have like said anything. Yeah. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I don't know. It was really cool. Like everybody from all different walks of life. And like you said, different ages, like it was very mm -hmm. accepting. So I definitely yeah. really liked that. And like, nobody was yeah. looking at me like, whoa that's the first time I've ever seen somebody with like short hair and like high voice or something. Right. Like it was sure. Yeah. The, just like the exposure had already happened and like nothing that I could do is going to shock people. So that was cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. The, there's definitely like a varied uh, way of expressing like, or what do I want to say? There's a lot of variance in appearance yeah. in women on a rugby, exactly. on, a, on a rugby team. Yeah. 
uh, physical appearance and like obviously like I don't want to say obviously but also sexuality yeah. um so okay I just want to say this I meant to say this before but I'll do it here um if I ask you anything like you don't want to talk about like just tell me or if I say something weird because like I know vocabulary when we're talking about gender identity and sexuality can be like kind of clunky um so if there's anything you think that could be said better like please tell yeah, me. yeah sure I will I mean same yeah, for me as well yeah. but I'll let you know I'm pretty open so <laughs> most questions you ask I'll answer but <laughs> cool yeah yeah good great I want it to be like that I mean rugby is a safe space it always has been for me and like I want this podcast yeah. to be the same I mean me too and that's why I'm so pumped to be part of this podcast like I saw it I literally have never met you you know I just saw the google form and I, I was know. like I got to fill this out. I feel like I have so much to say. It made such a big difference in my life. Like I want other people to know. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I'm so interested to hear more about it too. So, and yeah, thanks for signing up. Like it wouldn't exist if people didn't <laughs> want to talk to me. So I love that. Um, what, so let's see. You, had you expressed your gender identity like in public before you came to the North Shore community? Mm. I mean, not like necessarily asking for different pronouns or anything, but like mm. I have had short hair uh, like and I had had short hair for like maybe a year or so before going to North Shore. Yeah. So and then also started to dress a bit more like masculine, like button down shirt shirts kind of thing. And like, mm -hmm. yeah, like more towards the masculine side, I guess. So it wasn't necessarily like fully new, like I was like working uh -huh. into a little bit. But it the big thing uh -huh. for me was like. So my name is Nicole, but I go by Nick often. Like, um, uh -huh. so for me personally, the name is, um, yeah. Basically, I just want to make it clear that I'm not speaking on behalf of all non-binary or like gender fluid people. Because I think I see it like pretty uniquely. I think that's the same for everybody. But for me, yeah. my name is like slightly less important in the sense that I like to go by Nick when I'm meeting new people because I feel like it makes them ask a question, basically. And then they start like thinking yeah. about me and like who I am. As opposed to like uh -huh. Nicole, and then they make all of these like very clear assumptions about who I am because it like makes more sense. Sure. So like, okay, butch, like lesbian, done, right? <laughs> and that's like no fun, yes. right? So right, it's just not accurate. So I guess like basically they asked if I had a nickname when I got to North Shore, and I was like, yeah, uh -huh. Nick. Like you guys should call me Nick. So it was like the first time uh -huh. because like nobody batted an eye, and they were like, cool. Like we already have a Nicole anyway, so like you shouldn't go by. <laughs> like we didn't want to call you Nicole in the first place. They're like, we need you to have. Yeah, I mean, it was like kind of like subtext, <laughs> but also like they were very happy that I was willing to go by Nick. <laughs> and for me, like the fact that cool. nobody asked any questions, like I also at the time didn't realize how normal it was to have a nickname at rugby. But like mm -hmm. because so many people were calling me Nick and like had met me that way, like I don't know, I had the confidence to introduce myself that way in other life situations. I think as well, because like now I had a cool. base of like people that were genuinely my friends that called me Nick, mm -hmm. and it was cool, and I liked it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this was cool yeah. because like for me, I've never had my family switch over or anything. Um, like they're supportive and they try to like understand everything about like gender identity, etc. But mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. For me, it's like part of my. Uh, I don't know, like Nicole is integrated into like their perception of me. So for me personally, it was just more important that they keep up with the gender identity things that I'm thinking. And it didn't matter so much what name they called me, I guess, as long as they're like on my page in like the rest of life. So like yeah. I can, I am flexible and like go by both, but that was definitely the start of me like going by Nick more so in like the rest of my uh -huh. adult life. 
Wow. Yeah. There, wow. There's a lot. Okay. In there. Let me. I was trying to give you like together a, for a second. I was trying to summarize, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All I wanted. Oh, yeah. I think it's really, um, I mean, it's really nuanced when you start to talk about the communities that you choose, like the rugby community that you choose to be a part of and the way that they perceive you as compared to like what you brought up is you, you don't, uh, you're, expectations I guess or like just the acceptance of where Mm -hmm. your family is is a different place and I think that carries into like being queer as well I know it it does for me you know like my mom knows but I haven't like explicitly told a lot of my family because I'm like you know what they they know I don't need to have these conversations with them like all the time that's fair and or like put it on them necessarily but like they know it's fine they know that I'm a different type of woman than maybe some of my cousins are um and yeah I just I like that it's very a very nuanced the way that we hold our identity in different communities yeah for sure and I feel like it fluctuates so much and it I don't know if you ask one person they always relate to the same situation like you could be in the same situation as somebody and they're going to relate totally differently and I think it's really interesting. Like, I feel like queer people specifically are pretty conscious of it usually because you've like kind of had to think uh-huh. about the way that you, like your relationship to people or to a situation like shifts a little bit. And I feel like as a queer person, you definitely think about that more often than uh-huh. like maybe like some of my other friends or something that are not queer. Like yeah. I just have comments about situations that they've never even thought about. Right. Yeah, and that's all on a scale as well, because, like, the more, I guess more, this is weird, this is weird, um, the more off you are from, like, the social or gender cis straight mm-hmm. norm, like, the more situations you have, or the more ideas, the more things that you have to consider, yeah. and there's, a, there's like, so, there's so many levels in between For sure. that as well, before you get back to, like, straight cis, yep. and, um. Yeah, a lot of that, I guess, in different situations is based on your 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 physical appearance as well. Um, and I guess the like the assumptions, just the assumptions that people make about you on what you look or what you look like. Excuse me, but I think it's really cool that we have these small like these small communities that are not assuming, that are not judgmental, and that are like, "Wow, you want to be here and play this sport with us? Cool." Yeah, like we don't. We don't it's care. super unique. It's and, so hard to find. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. But I think like the more these communities grow and like the more exposure we have in like mainstream, the more it kind of like the ideas bleed mm-hmm. out. The thing honestly I've been the most impressed with is not the players because that makes a lot of sense, right? Like especially if it's just other people that wanted the recognition or like almost lack of recognition, right? Like you feel not uh-huh. important, which is kind of great. Like not that's a poor way to word it, but like not not important. <laughs> but like you're just like accepted. Like you're not an outsider. You're not yeah, like a like, cool new interesting human. You're just like a person that like is equal, if that makes sense. Yeah. It They're not matter. thinking so much about it. Yeah. So right. it's just kind of like Yeah. It's kind of chill. So I lost my train of thought though. What I was <laughs> Oh, the thing I'm the thing I'm impressed. The thing I'm most impressed by, I think, were the coaches. Because usually they're of a different generation. And, like, I mean, I've had... Like, always. Right. And so, like, I play in the Netherlands now. 
and it's in a very Uh small like it's legally a village because it's so small and like Uh everybody is like pretty conservative and white like there's not a whole lot of um queerness or like there's no there's not a variety of like there's just not a variety (laughs) in general of people it's just so like and my coach Mm -hmm. was born and raised there as far as I know like of that mentality but also like did not bat an eye when I introduced myself so I really think it's like something like there's just so many different people that play rugby in general that like the exposure just ends up changing people's perceptions maybe without them being conscious I don't know but I was pretty impressed because I don't necessarily have that reaction from everybody in the town that I'm living in like I definitely stick out like wild in some of (laughs) some of the places so yeah I was pretty impressed. I don't know. Like, definitely the coaches and, like, being accepted by, like, some of the, like, definitely, like, I've judged them, right? Like, I've been a little bit afraid to, like, approach a new coach because I'm kind of like, okay, Mm -hmm. this demographic usually does not understand me. And, like, it's kind of like a Mm -hmm. fight. And that was never, I've never Mm -hmm. experienced that. And I think that's really impressive. Interesting. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, and I think there's a thread there that comes from just the general uh, acknowledgement, acceptance, or mm, the like need for different types of people mm-hmm. on a rugby field. And it's, especially in women's rugby, because like we talked about before, the body, the body types, the range of strength, the differences in strengths, the different ability levels of athletes that play women's rugby is it's so diverse Yeah, in and of itself. So I think there's something about uh, like gender identity expression and sexuality that like fits there because just diverse, diverse all around. Exactly. I think honestly, that's one of the coolest parts about it, right? Like just to echo exactly what you said, like there's so many different positions on the field and so many different like, bodies that are the like like they have the strengths to fill those positions like you just have Mm -hmm. to find a wide variety of people and I think yeah yeah, it's kind of great like in softball you can have pretty cookie cutter people like Mm -hmm. the same people you have like two different body types right like you've got like the big solid girls and you've got like the smaller ones that run kind of thing and that's it it's like pretty straightforward and like people are like pretty similar not always obviously I'm overgeneralizing but it's very possible to have a pretty cookie cutter team Mm-hmm. Rugby, I think that would be very challenging to achieve. <laughs> like, I have yeah. yet to see a team that looks, like, pretty homogenous in that sense. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, sometimes you go up against a team and you're like, hi, their pack is small. We're going to wreck yeah. them and <laughs> But then you might look at their centers and be and like, you're like, whoa, what the heck? <laughs> Damn it. I have to tackle yep. that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You said you currently play in the, in the Netherlands? on an international team yeah well like so um i'm actually going to school i'm finishing my bachelor's in the netherlands so right now i'm back in the states because of covid everything's online right um yeah i moved to the netherlands so i've been playing with a local team there what is rugby like over there Mm, it's a lot bigger there's more teams um there's more teams people play it from a younger age in general like especially the Uh uk it's like huge like people play it just in school like in high school and middle school and stuff but and the Netherlands, it's, like, a little more similar to the U.S. where it's, like, kind of growing. But uh-huh. there's definitely – like, I'm in the middle of nowhere, and they have a full women's team. So – Like, good numbers? Yeah, like, we have, like, subs for days kind of thing. Wow. So it's pretty cool. Well, maybe not days. But, you know, <laughs> sometimes it's hard to pull together a team, let alone, like, a women's team. And then – yeah. yeah. 
So I was pretty impressed. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a little bit more of a thing um, that people know about, but still not, it's still not like fully mainstream. Do you, is there a difference like there is here in like men and women's like exposure as well? A little bit. Yeah. I would say that it's still like mostly the women's are learning about it like while they're adults. And like sometimes the men's teams have like younger, like more high school outreach. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So far what I've seen though, like we also have like a little kids team at the club that I play at and it's like a decent spread. Like there's also like young girls that are playing. So I was pretty excited about that. I was like, this is super cool. Like keep bringing your daughters for sure. And like just everybody. I mean, everybody, right? We, that's part of being a rugby player is like you want. Yeah, always. (laughs) Like every time Uh I talk to people, they're like, well, you play rugby. And I'm like, yeah, are you interested? You can come to a practice tonight. Like they'd love to have you. Like I've, I've brought so many of my friends. I love only that. handful of stuck, but like I'm pretty passionate about trying to bring them. Right? I mean, if a handful stuck, you're doing a good job. That's true, but also you don't know how many <laughs> I've brought, so <laughs> it's been a lot. Oh, that's so great. Well, I was just curious. I'm I only played in the states. I've done a little bit of traveling in Europe, but I I'm just curious, like what the what the um. What the community I mean, like it's pretty there. similar. So like, you know that you're a rugby family, basically. Like, I feel like here, I joined rugby, and then I instantaneously had, like, hundreds of couches across the United States that I could sleep on without ever really introducing myself to somebody. Because, like, all you say is, like, oh, yeah, I'm a rugby player, and, like, maybe I played your team at this point or something. And then they're like, yeah. okay, cool. Well, you can crash on our couch if you need to. And do you want to be Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, we're going out tonight. <laughs> like, would you like to come? We'll pick you up. <laughs> Do you have any, like, specific, like, stories like that? I have a good one. <laughs> um, you should tell yours, and I'll see if I can think of one. Okay, yeah, think of one. So my friend, like, one of my best friends here from Glendale, um, we went to Memphis together just, like, on a random weekend travel trip. And she, we had different flights because she was using a travel voucher, which was fine. So we checked out of our Airbnb, and it was a weekend. This was three years ago, I believe. It was one of the weekends of the, like, All Blacks games mm-hmm. in Chicago. Okay. And I was like, well, I want to watch this game. I don't know where to go. She had to take an earlier flight. So she was gone. And I just wandered into this burger bar. <laughs> this is unbelievable. I wandered into Huey's, which is this great burger bar in Memphis. And I had a busted iPhone 5C, uh, 5, like, C that the the battery would die on every time I opened Snapchat. So I had to, I don't even know why I opened Snapchat, but then I'm like, Oh my God, my battery's dying. Okay. I'm going to go get a burger and plug in my phone. And the craziest thing happened. I'm sitting there at the bar. Oh man. I missed that so much. <laughs> Just being yep. able to go sit at a bar. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but anyway, so I'm sitting at the bar and the, it's the craziest thing happens. The men's coach of their D2 team there sits down next to me. Huh with his girlfriend at the time. And I, I mean, they might still be together. I haven't talked to him in a long, t- like since then, but they start talking about rugby in this all blacks game. And I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening right next to me. And this there's how many restaurants are there in the right, exactly. There's gotta be like thousands and they're right here. So I, I like, well, I can't miss this opportunity. So I strike up a conversation with them just to ask, where can I go watch the, the game? And they're like, what are you from out of town I'm like yeah I'm playing Denver and my friend was here with me but she had to catch her flight and like I have six hours until I have to catch my flight 
and I want to watch the game. You know, how, how often do we get international rugby like in the yeah. States? And it's the all blacks. Like, damn, I want to watch this game. Well, they invite me to come to the, the coach and his um, co-coach who was in retired Eagle. Like this man was in his seventies. So he had like played, he was a men's Eagle player 20, 30 years ago. That's not so more cool. than that. Yeah. And he's like, come to my co-coach's flat. We're going to have some of the Memphis girls over. You can just hang out with us. It was amazing. And I didn't, like really even ask for that or or like it just the universe brought it to me yeah and we had mimosas and then they gave me a ride to the airport and we watched the whole game and we talked shop like talked rugby and laughed and goofed around that's so cool it was like I had friends just like bam built in it's so cool honestly I I love those kinds of stories like I feel like that's just how the whole like rugby world works for sure Uh uh-huh yeah family family yeah and like uh I mean it's a bit more like imposed right like when you're traveling for games or something and then you have like the assigned host Mm -hmm. so like it's a little Mm -hmm. bit less like the universe sending it and like you know you're one of your secretary like players organize it but like (laughs) since I was never the player organizing it to me it felt very like (laughs) somebody has like just (laughs) casually taken care of me and like I owe them big time almost (laughs) like picking me up from the airport at like wild times like two or something in the morning and just like having a couch or a bed or a blow mattress or whatever and just like all crashing together and then like feeding you breakfast and like partying the next night after the game and stuff like it's unreal how many people I just sort of like tapped into their lives for like a couple days like staying at their house yeah and was just like integrated and then like left and have not spoken to them since like it's like very much like moment to moment friends as well which is super cool yeah it's super cool and if you ran into them like back in their city or in yours in the grocery store yeah you'd be like hey what's up like it's been like two years where you been like (laughs) yeah and it would be still so genuine um yeah, I don't think that's something that happens all the time, especially in adult oh, life. Yeah. I mean, when you're kids, you do that naturally, but there's something like about growing up where we start to separate. Yeah, you're like worried about like social people. codes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or like being awkward or like, what if they don't yeah. remember me? Or yeah, but we just throw all of yep. that out the window. Yeah, rugby. I definitely love it. And just like knowing that you can wreck each other on the field and then just get totally smashed together afterwards. Like there's no, like no sport lets go of grudges like that. Like worst case scenario, the grudge carries over into like a beer chugging contest. And then that's hilarious. Anyway, you know, (laughs) you're still getting drunk together. Yeah. Have you ever been on a team or like at a game where you get like slaughtered and then you go to the social afterwards and you're like, yeah, but we yep. want the social. And you're like, no, nah, we want yeah. the social. What are you talking about? And then they always fight you back and you're like, okay, chugging contest, three, two. <laughs> like it's instantaneous. Like you just have to like walk into yeah. that fight with a pitcher or something, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> like we're going to take you in some boat yep, races exactly. right now. I've, uh-huh. yeah, the, yep. the team that I've been playing on, like we're, we're not like the stars <laughs> on the field. Like, I'm not saying we're bad, right? But sure. we're, we also don't, like, slaughter people. Mm-hmm. But we can always crush mm-hmm. the socials. So we have our priorities in order. That's all I have to say. <laughs> 100%. You're like, we're going to show up and yep. throw down. That's it. Yeah, I'd love that. Oh, man. 
so what do you like you tell me how long have you been playing rugby um ooh, let's see I guess maybe three or four years <laughs> I think four. okay so from softball for some some softball to rugby what like what has changed in your life about being an athlete um I think for softball like it was much easier to get away with just like lifting some weights and like working on my arms and stuff and like a little bit of core but much less focused on like actual like full body strength and I was also like in high school and like younger so just whole hitting the gym was like a different concept anyway but I think like for rugby, I became a lot more aware of like general like nutrition, like I needed a lot more energy on game days and practices. So I was worried more about what I was Uh eating during the week. And like, really got a lot more like attentive to what exercises will build what muscles because like I kind of saw my whole body as like more of like a machine. And I think that was partially the Mm -hmm. players that I surrounded myself with. And then also the coaches. Um, And just like Mm -hmm. a lot more of like this, like, take care of yourself, your body's a temple kind of vibes, which I had never really experienced, I guess, up to that point. Um, uh-huh. So like some of it's a mix and like of the specific team that I was on and maybe not necessarily like all of rugby altogether, but like the that mm-hmm. was like accompanied with like the drive to like want to just be a beast on the field, which was like a source of passion that I'd never had before. It was kind of like the running, like like I was down to do all the drills, like they sucked. And, like, usually if something sucked in uh-huh. softball, I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty strong. I'm okay. Like, I'm just going to quit. But, like, in rugby, I mean, that sounds terrible, <laughs> but it's 100% like how it worked if I'm just, like, being totally honest. And But, like, in rugby, I was like, no, like, I'm never quite good enough. Like, I, there's always somebody that's going to, like, tackle me harder or, like, just, like, knock me on my ass. And, like, there's somebody that's going to, like, spin me and I just didn't make the tackle or something, right? Like, I could always be faster, especially as a forward. Mm-hmm. Like I could always be more Mm. agile. So I felt a lot less content. I think rugby demanded a lot more from my body. And then also like, because just the, the variety of like moves and, and yeah, just the different types of strength that are required. It's like a decent variety compared to softball. So like, I think part of it is like, I was just way more passionate about it. And then also like started Mm. to learn more about nutrition and like lifting weights, like properly and like, just like physical fitness. So yeah, it definitely like changed my perspective and like awareness, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Of fitness. Well, and nutrition they yeah. go hand in hand. Right. Um, what was it like? Do you think it was just the nature of the sport that made you more? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. It? Right. Like you can have some wildly competitive people that then you like you're off the field and it's like chill and you're all just like at the social, like kind of like we were already talking about, like, mm-hmm. yeah very much a social person and I don't know like I'm I'm okay to be pushed and I like competition but I can't like stop there like I definitely also need the like feel good we're friends kind of vibes (laughs) to like keep the motivation Uh and I feel like rugby hit it all like I was able to like go full Mm -hmm. out like be a beast like I was expected to like wreck people but then you also like get to like make friendships Mm -hmm. along the way like you're not everybody's enemy all the time And I really liked that. Like, I felt like I was like working, like the better I was, the more I was like, you know, accepted into this community. So like it all went hand in hand and just kept like feeding into each other. Yeah. I love that. Cause it gives the, it's another like expression that we don't need to be just one thing or the other. Like you can be a bad ass rugby player. Yeah. And like, I mean, so I don't dress up that feminine afterwards, but like I've seen some rugby girls that walk off the field and like just fucking kill a mini dress or something. And you're like, like, damn, like I I didn't, I was not expecting that, you know? 
Like it was very, the first like season yeah. I played, I was like, I just, I loved it from so many different levels. Like there are just so many different people willing to like express themselves in so many different mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all of it's good. Like all of it's, all of it's accepted. No one's like, what? You just played rugby. You're not yeah, exactly. that good. Like I was kind of anything. a goofball thinking that, None of right? It. Like nobody else, it wasn't really even crossing their mind. And that was awesome. Like, it was cool to, like, yeah. check myself. Usually I'm the more liberal person. So it was, like, awesome to, like, <laughs> learn that. Yeah, rugby opens our, like, the window. It opens the shades of our window so we can see more in, like, too many ways we keep touching on. Um, so when you decided, like, you want to get more fit and you wanted to lift weights in a different way, did you did you dive into that by yourself? Or did you, like, um, There was a little bit. Did uh, I talked a lot more to, like, teammates that had been doing it for a while. Um, and kind of like took it into their mm-hmm. own hands and then also like mm-hmm. some one-on-ones with the coach and like some of his suggestions uh he was like pretty mm-hmm. good at kind of like seeing who you were where you want to go like in the game and like giving like specific drills and that kind of thing as well so it was a little bit of everything like looking into it that's on my great. own asking for advice from like different sources yeah that's great um and you think like you, you've seen a change in these past four years with your Oh yeah, absolutely. in your body yeah I think rugby like beyond making me more fit and like body aware has also helped me be way more accepting mm-hmm. of wherever it is even when I'm not as fit as I want to be I'm always like but this is yeah. my home like you said body my body is a is a temple and sometimes I like to like, give it alcohol but sometimes like the rest of the it's time true. I'm taking care of and it. like I think there's right? like, a little bit more of like yeah. a you get less down on yourself because you know what you did to get yourself there. And you also know how to change it like when you want to. Right. So I think it's like just a little bit more like, uh, like harmony with your body. Like you like how to understand how it works a little bit better mm-hmm. and like how to get it to do what you want it to do. And like, you like respect it a little bit more. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I just definitely beat myself up in a rugby game. I should like chill and like do some recovery. Otherwise I'm going to be hurting tomorrow. And then it's like not going to want to participate yeah. next time I have a game and that's no good. So it definitely like made me appreciate my limitations as well as like my abilities, if that makes sense. And like kind of trying to balance it. Yeah. Yeah. How the two go hand in hand. Yeah. Same. That's perfect. Hmm. Well, now I just lost my train of thought or where I want to take this. Um, <laughs> I think we've touched on a lot of it. Is there anything we missed that mm. you want to get into? I'm not really sure. Honestly, I think we hit some okay. of the big stuff yeah we could do this real quick I didn't ask you like when you started playing you were a lock like did you know what we were doing did you have a no idea of oh, what no. the game was really supposed to be like it took yeah. like so long yeah like softball is a team sport but like only loosely like it's very individual <laughs> like if the ball comes to you you need to know who you're gonna throw it to mm-hmm. or like you need to know who to expect the ball from but that's like kind of the extent of like working mm-hmm. with teammates. I mean, there's like a little bit more intricacy, but it's uh-huh. definitely not the same as rugby. Like rugby, you're all moving together on the field at once. And like, it's all about passing and like ball mm-hmm. placement and stuff like that. So it took a really long time to shift that mentality as well, I think. And then also to learn like what the heck like yeah. a scrum was and when it happens. And like, yeah, that was a lot. Honestly, there were a lot of like, and like the, everything has weird words, <laughs> right? Like you could be called like a four or five or a lot. Yeah or like scrum half like it took a really long time for me to like get it all down I think uh-huh it's a, it is a lot of lingo that we're not exposed to I mean even like 
maybe they're not food. Yeah, maybe they're not cleats. That one got me for a while. Or this is <laughs> this is <laughs> you're like boots. Or like yes, this is a rugby pitch. The pitch. And I was like, so is like, pitch the field? Like after like my fourth game, <laughs> like I asked somebody on, on the sidelines. I was like, so is pitch like the word for the field? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, good to know. And I was like, so it's not the end zone though. And they're like, no, it's the try zone. I was like, okay, all right, noted. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna get this little by little. But everybody was nobody was like, oh my god, I can't believe you don't know that. They were like mostly LOL. Most we of didn't people were like either. LOL, we didn't know. But I for sure I'm like a very open person. So I ask a lot of questions. Like I'm not afraid. And I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. I sound like a dingus, but also like I need the answer. So there were a couple of times that I definitely <laughs> asked questions at like not ideal moments, like where I probably could have pretended to know a little bit more than I did. <laughs> and I just started like asking a lot of questions. <laughs> and like actually for part of my first season, I like carried around this like little notebook, <laughs> like to have like some of the terms because I was like, okay, I just like need to cement some of this like in my brain. So, <laughs> all oh my the, god, all the, that's yeah. so cute. I was like a little that nerdy, so like <laughs> first season, very clearly, like just trying to learn everything, like all the strategies and stuff, too. Like, I just like had it all like written down. <laughs> I was trying like really hard to catch up quickly. <laughs> okay, that's adorable, but also it is like, I I'm really just like, was. oh, baby rugby player, <laughs> yeah, but also like. That would that could be so helpful to a lot of people. I mean, so it was a game changer. There, like, like I mean, I know myself as well. Like, I have some like learning disabilities, so I was like, I know if I write this down, I'm gonna retain it way more. So I was just like, yeah, well, whatever, yeah. screw it. And then also, kind of like you were saying, nobody was like too harsh. There was a little fun pokes, but like everybody still was like, yeah, mad respect. Like you're learning the game. Like who cares? Yeah, yeah. yeah this exactly. works for you. This works for you. That's it. You know yeah, yourself better I feel than like we do. Super encouraging so. to just like let you do you. Like once I explained, they were like, "Oh, that totally makes sense. Like, dope. Keep going. Like, do it." Yeah. Hell yeah! I love that. I love that. So <clears throat> we'll do this. All these things that have kind of changed the way the rugby has come together and changed your your adult life. Um, how has it affected your like projectile if you could look back like at yourself four years ago before you started playing and like the way that you see yourself in the world and like find purpose or the way that you feel like it's almost like a center point for me like I've never really Mm -hmm. felt like I want to pursue rugby as like my career or like go on to be an eagle or something like that like it's always been more of like a social Mm -hmm. outlet and like physical outlet like more of like a hobby along those lines but like definitely a really serious like important Mm -hmm. one but yeah not necessarily like the forefront of my life like basically I like see rugby wherever I'm gonna Mm go kind of when I was moving for school I was like checking to see if there would be a rugby team because I knew it would be really important to like my success because it really is just like kind of a source of like Mm -hmm. support and like confidence like I definitely see myself as like I'm more confident carrying myself in the world I think because I feel like I always have this place that I belong whether it's in the U.S. or in the Netherlands or whatever like I've walked on to like four different rugby teams and every single time felt like I was very like reassured like in myself and like just accepted so I think like it's definitely given me more of like a backbone in that sense like a little bit of like confidence and just kind of like knowing like I've definitely been more ballsy and like what I've decided to do with my life and like moving around and stuff because I just like know that I'll develop this like support mm-hmm. network no matter what and that's pretty cool mm-hmm. so I think just in general like confidence has helped a lot it totally does. It's awesome. Yeah, I agree. It's like a confidence yeah. to know who you are and know that you're going to be, you're able to. Yeah, be like I know even go. if I really don't fit in 
in the rest of the place. Like if I have a good reason to move there, then rug and rugby will be there. Like I'll feel good at some point, right? Like I don't have to fit fully. I feel like there's mm-hmm. less pressure on that because I know that I'll have mm-hmm. a community that like kind of gets me, if that makes sense. Totally does. It's perfect. That was perfect too. Man, that was great. Um, yeah, so we could we can make a closer out of any um, of those things. I think that's I'll share the first try that I made, like just like a glory moment. So um, it was actually playing for my team in the Netherlands, and it was the first game that I played with them, mm-hmm. and it was freezing outside. It was like mm-hmm. sleeting, and mm-hmm. I did not speak Dutch. Ugh. Like I speak very minimal Dutch, and all the Dutch I know is from rugby. So it's like beer like numbers like basic numbers like one through ten left right uh <laughs> like now and long and short those are like literally the num- or the words that i know from rugby so um okay. i spoke like no dutch at all and like they're like screaming stuff at me like the ref was screaming stuff like it was just chaos but like it was like this beautiful mm-hmm. pass like to me one of the backs like i was able to like kind of anticipate the run and like had kept up and like one of the backs passed it to me and i was able to mm-hmm. like just squeeze in between their two forwards and touch it down. And it was like the most glorious moment of my entire life. It was so cool. Like to have my first try mm-hmm. in a different country, like for a new team, like it was so cool. And mm-hmm. like the celebration on the sidelines was just wild. Like I've never experienced anything like so cool because they, they didn't know me at all. Like I had just joined the team um, after like a few weeks. And for me, like they had no idea that yeah. was my first try. So then I told them that and they were like, okay, cool. Like we're all getting like hammered tonight. That was fun. Like that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a really oh, cool I love memory. that. Yeah, there's yeah, joy for and sure. celebration, right? And that you, you, you initiated Yeah, yourself. I did. I was like, heck like, yeah, yeah, this is here. awesome. And then even the other team like found out it was my first try and I was a foreigner and they were like, whoa, this is so cool. Like everybody was like celebrating which was awesome like even during the game like they were not salty that I had just scored they were like pumped it was unreal it was pretty cool that's so awesome wow thank you so much for sharing that I, <laughs> I have like smile ear to ear right now from that yeah it, it was like pretty cool just joy joy yeah especially when you like sneak in between a couple people and yeah just, I definitely am not like, known yeah, for my, my footwork so it was a pretty cool moment <laughs> I, I'm better at like the brute force side of things yeah it's pretty much how it works yep yep yeah go forward cool thank you so much for sharing that yeah and thank you for being here thank you for coming on the show this has been really cool this has been a really like a really wow we talked about a lot we touched on a lot of things and i really appreciate your like yeah thanks for having me it's cool to like have a voice to it and then i mean I hope that we actually meet each other sometime because this is a cool conversation. <laughs> yeah, I would love to meet you in real life. So we're we're yeah, just exactly. looking at like post COVID era. The next, like twelve months, it should be, yeah, it should be doable. Hopefully. Yeah, and then we'll be back in in rugby tournament, and I'm going to be walking around with a microphone like, a, like <laughs> yeah, a exactly reporter. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Again, thank you so much. Yep. Uh, sounds good. In, thank you. We'll be in touch. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of With You, a women's rugby podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and help us gain some visibility. 
I'm really trying to reach the corners of the world with this. I want every single state represented, all the clubs. I would love it if this could be a community project. Yeah, all the stories, all the experiences. It already feels like family, you know, it's rugby. As always, if you're interested in coming on the show, sign up through the Google Form Participation Survey on my website. It's withyoupodcast.co or you can email me directly and I will give you the link to the form. That would be suze at withyoupodcast.co S-U-S at withyoupodcast.co I don't care if you played 10 years ago if you just started playing, if your grandma played, if your cousin played, if you're involved in the women's rugby community, this is a space for you. I want this to be a space for all of us. And I want stories from everybody. So yeah, holler at me, please. I have the website and my email linked in the show notes in case you need that visual reference love you all this is great thanks for coming click subscribe to get new episode notifications the day they drop and never miss a show email me if you want to share your stories at suze at with co. that's s-u-s at with co. my love to you all and thanks for stopping by